0: hello and welcome to between the mountains podcast with me chris and today first off apologies for the echo on my audio i've just moved into a an office So uh, I need to get that sorted. Uh, But otherwise I hope it's not noticeable too much from me. Um, We've got Marta from innerfarawayland.com in this episode and she's going to talk to us about exploring the Canadian Rockies. We're talking multi-day hikes, we're talking a couple of peaks, a couple of uh, one ridge walk and a road trip from Vancouver to Calgary. So I really hope you enjoy it and the advice that she gives. Check out her website, subscribe and follow if you like it. Share it with a friend if you like it too, that would help. Um, but otherwise, I hope you enjoy this session and I'll see you on the other side. Hello, Marta. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing great. Thanks. And thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, it's, it's honestly a pleasure. Um, I've really enjoyed the Dolomites episode. So if people are jumping in on this one, uh, we did an Italian Dolomites hiking in Via Ferrara, which you can uh, catch up on last month which is weird to say, because we're recording this before it's come out. But,
1: um, <laughs> yeah, please do check it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, totally. Um, and uh, Martha's got an, an incredible website called In A Faraway Away Land, uh, which features some of the best photography you'll see and some fantastic information on uh, kind of adventure uh, travel, which is what this podcast is all about. So if you're here, it's your cup of tea. Um, so we should just drive, dive straight into it, I reckon. So we're going to the Canadian Rockies today, what, what's the landscape like? What can we expect when we're there?
1: Um, wild. That's probably the first word that comes to my mind. I mean, um, I was lucky enough to live 15 months in the Canadian Rockies on a working holiday visa back in 2016 and 17. And um, I came to Canada with a mindset that I would travel across the whole country from east to west, but I ended up just spending my whole 15 months in the canadian rockies and uh, a little bit in the coast mountains of bc because it was just there's so much to see and do over there that there's no need to leave really
0: yeah it seems that way it seems like most instagram influences you see uh hovering about the place are all kind of based in calgary or heading off to Banff uh or jasper national park half the time so it's a uh,
1: they are <laughs> but Banff and jasper are just one area of the Rockies, and today I will let I will talk about another areas that you should definitely check out.
0: Yeah, we're not just going to be limiting ourselves to um, easily found information on the internet. So, exactly, <laughs> we'll save that for another episode. Um, so, so we're kicking it off with a road trip uh, straight into the Canadian Rockies, right?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'll definitely recommend um, to start in Vancouver. Uh, and travel uh, from Vancouver through a few of provincial and national parks in Canada, all the way to the Rockies, and then ending your road trip in Calgary. Um, that's around 12, um, I mean, in my uh, I say on my website that in my um, itineraries that it's approximately 2,000 kilometers, but you can make it shorter um Or you can make it longer. I mean, it really depends how much you want to see along the way. Um, But you have to account for at least 2,000 kilometers. And you can start by traveling from Vancouver to Whistler over the Sea to Sky um, Highway. Um, And uh, check out my article about this this stretch of road, actually, um, where I enlist everything that you can see along the way from... um, you know hikes that you can do all the waterfalls that you can see where to spot wildlife and so on it's uh it's a great introduction to like you know the wild canada that we all think about and then from um you know whistler is known as the ski capital of canada probably the world as well Um, but if you happen to travel there during the summer you can um, mountain bike there's plenty of hikes or backpacking trips that you can do Gondola rides. I mean, Whistler really is the adventure capital of BC. And then continue on from there to... Um, I mean, you can check out Garibaldi Provincial Park. It's a really beautiful provincial park across to uh, Vancouver. Um, and then there's the famous Joffrey Lakes hike, which you probably know from Instagram. There's this famous <laughs> lake, a log right on it where a lot of people like to stand on but if you do choose to do that hike make sure you leave really early in the morning because it just gets crazy busy and i was lucky enough to be there at the start of may the lake was still half frozen sorry it was end of may but the lake was still frozen i mean welcome to canada right yeah (laughs) you get 10 months of winter and two months of summer and that's it Um, (laughs) yeah so um Yeah, definitely go to Joffrey Lakes and then you can travel along um, the Highway 99, which is really just two lane road um, to, um, I mean, you can stop in a few places along the way, but I would really recommend to just push through to Clearwater and then check out the Wells Gray Provincial Park, which is home to a few very, very beautiful waterfalls. Um, So it's a great uh, pit stop if you want to recharge a little bit before you actually get to the Canadian Rockies And that's where the fun starts. Um, So the first park that you will travel uh, through is Mount Robson Provincial Park And as you actually travel towards Jasper, you pass this Provincial Park and you get an amazing view of Mount Robson, which is the highest peak of the Canadian Rockies Mm. Uh, Stunning view really and then, just really gives you an idea of how beautiful what and wild the Rockies are. Um, and then, from Mount Robson, I really recommend to continuing to uh, Jasper National Park, um, where I also have a lot of information about my website about this area, from Jasper to Banff. Um, that's just a very short <laughs> yeah. uh, quick um, itinerary. For you, from so Jasper Banff, uh, and then my favorite favorite area of all, which is Canmore and Kananaskis um, I used to live in Canmore, um, and I used to explore. I explored the area quite a bit, and I must say it's really it's a really really pretty area of the Rockies. Um, and you can finish with your road trip in Calgary, but don't waste your time in Calgary. Just use all your time for the Rockies or, you know, for all the other <laughs> that you've seen along the way. Um, and there's a few more parks that you can visit if you, you know, you're trying to escape the crowds. There's the Kootenai, there's Yoho National Park. So there really is, there are endless opportunities. There's so much to do. Yeah, and just take, you know, a year holiday off at least <laughs> and then go.
0: <laughs> just, so if you're listening, just ask your boss, and just say, I need 365 days on your leave, please.
1: Hey, <laughs> paid,
0: paid leave.
1: Exactly. Paid
0: leave. <laughs> yeah, Wouldn't that um, be
1: nice?
0: Yeah, or just be like, I can work from home. I can go out. I can do two hours a day <laughs> and do some emails.
1: <laughs> you know, if you have a work that doesn't require Wi-Fi, then sure. But expect to be quiet often, you know, out of any network yeah. range in the Canadian Rockies
0: yeah yeah you're not going to be looking at hooking up to your 4g i don't i don't imagine anyway <laughs> um perfect so road trip done then uh and if we're if we've cut down on time or if that hasn't taken up our whole trip so far i think we said that the next region we were going to explore was i'm going to try and say it first time uh Kananaskis
1: yes good <laughs>
0: Can You've you hear where I finally, overthought it? About you know, he tried,
1: he tried that at least 10 times before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just running drills before hitting record. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kananaskis, which the second time in a row, nailed it. Um, what can we do in this region? And whereabouts is it relative to, say, say if we were flying in and we're, or we're staying in Calgary, relative so can, to Calgary, whereabouts? Yeah,
1: so Kananaskis is actually the closest, it's, It's an amalgamation of 10 different provincial parks and to me, it's honestly the best area in the Rockies and it's the closest area to Calgary. Mm -hmm. So if you actually happen to travel to Calgary, you only have a few days, you can focus on Kalanaskis, especially if you want to hike. You don't want the crowds of Lake Louise and Banff National Park. and This is definitely the place to be. And there are, um, I have a whole article about um, the best day hikes in Kalanaskis, but there are obviously, I have a few of my favorites. And the first one would be um, Smartwood Peak, um, mm. the second would be Haling Peak, and Pocatera Ridge, and probably, oh, that's difficult, uh, Tent Ridge. Yeah, I, I really like. Anything that has to do with ridge, I mean, you always get um, the most, um, the best views to effort ratio with hiking along the ridge lines, right?
0: The views to effort ratio, I like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Although I feel
1: like in the Canadian Rockies, you have to put an effort into everything. I mean, the hikes aren't the easiest as they're often... I mean, they're the Rockies, right? So yeah. as the name suggests, the hikes are really rocky. Um, there's some scrambles, loose rock and so on. So um, definitely pack your hiking boots and take them with you, but you won't regret it. Perfect. Yeah. It.
0: So, you- so a bit more in-depth on Smutwood, Smutwood Peak then. So uh, but before we hit record, I did some stats uh, and altitude-wise, you're looking at uh, 2,693 meters or 8,835 feet. If you're across the pond doing the wrong measurements, um, but it's uh, it's that makes for quite a chunky mountain. Uh, to, to, to
1: <laughs> it does, and um, anyway. Smartwood Peak. Travel, you? The hike to Smatwood Peak is actually an official hike, so you won't find it on maps, but you definitely find it on um, hiking apps, um, as it became quite popular in recent years and the reason why it became so popular is the stunning view that you get from the peak over Mount Birdwood which is um, a perfect triangle mountain um, I had uh, I was lucky enough to actually see um, the whole area during sunrise and it's one of my favorite views in the Rockies. Just be aware that there are grizzly bears on that hike there is a den somewhere close to the birdwood lakes that are just right on at the foot of the birdwood mountain and grizzly bears have a den over there so definitely you know stay stay aware and don't try and chasing them either because there are some people who have tried that um, before with other areas and it never ends well and um, the you know the area either gets closed to other tourists, or um, you know the bears suffer. It's usually the bears who suffer the most. Um, but yeah, you can you can run into bears on any hike in in the Canadian Rockies. It's it's not super common. It's probably less common than you would think. But if you happen to hike early in the morning or late afternoon, as I do, the chances increase significantly. Significantly, I must say. Yes. Yeah. So that's one For of sure. the hikes. Um, the other one, Pocotera Ridge, is a hike that I did at the end of June. And um, so the hiking season is very short in the Rockies. It's actually only last from July through to September. But me being in the Canadian Rockies the first year, I was really stubborn. I thought, no, it's June, so it's summer now, right? If it's summer, let's hike. I was really wrong about that. So... There is still lots of snow in the Rockies in June, especially on the northern slopes. And uh, if you are traveling during that time, definitely pack gaiters, ice axe if you have it, crampons and so on. Because you
0: proper to get.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful hike because majority of it, you spend hiking along the ridgeline. Uh, at a really high altitude you um, go between t- three different peaks and you get really beautiful views of remote areas of the Kananaskis uh, Provincial Park. And I don't think I mentioned also That's Haling Peak. Haling, Haling Peak is actually a really great hike if you want to, if you don't have a lot of hiking experience but you you still want to get beautiful views. Um, then Halling Peak is definitely um, the way to go. The whole hike was recently renovated, the uh, Alberta Parks, uh, who takes care of the area, um, they uh, built stairs over there, the, the whole uh, trail was actually closed for two seasons before they reopened it recently and now it's been made really safe. But unfortunately it does become very busy, especially on the weekends when a lot of people from Calgary travel. A lot of walkers want to do the trail as well. So if you do pick this trail, definitely leave early. Always leave yeah. early. <laughs> if you're in the mountains, okay. you should always leave early.
0: <laughs> yeah, but... totally. In, in fact, um, uh, weird that you say that because I recently just got back from Scotland where we left late. Um, and uh, I knew we were cutting it fine to sunset anyway but we actually got lost on the way down from a whopping 948 meter mountain <laughs> um, got lost, uh, sunset um, which is quite a scary experience um, only because there was it was so hard to avoid the trees and if you went into the trees it would have been pitch black Um, yeah and uh, long story short I mean I'm here right so it was fine but um, but definitely definitely the lesson I learned the hard way was leave early because you're gonna get that better morning morning light you should beat other hikers there so it'd be a nice quiet route beforehand
1: Um, if you get lost you've got daylight
0: (laughs) yeah for sure I would have I would have Hands down, wanted to get lost with the sun still above my head, then then um, making its way back around to the east side of the world. <laughs> so, um, you can always so, yeah, spend the sure night with the stars. Well, that was <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, one of the options that went through my mind. <laughs> we we had some water, some food, so but, but no, um, it was uh,
1: but no sleeping bags, I presume. <laughs>
0: No sleeping bags and um I was with someone who was still acclimatized to forty degree Thailand heat. Oh. Um and it was um eight degrees and going and dropping. <laughs> so uh she yeah. was freezing. Uh, never mind.
1: <laughs> it's good that you came back down then. And yeah, you found uh, your way.
0: Yeah, we yeah, we think we found our way. But it's um uh, Scotland's beautiful but not quite as what I imagine the Canadian Rockies to be, I think. But um well, yeah. I I I so does...
1: Canadian rock. Yeah, to both. yeah, and Canadian rock is definitely. Are there? Yeah, <laughs> <tire. way> <laughs> But Southern is still really beautiful. I mean, it's just different rolling hills, you know, sheep and so on. It's <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Lots of rain.
0: <laughs> so um. So that kind of rounds off uh, K- Kananaskis for this uh, this particular podcast. Uh, I think the next one we were going to chat about was was a couple of multi-day hikes, right?
1: Yep. Uh, so I managed to squeeze in during the two summer seasons. I, um, I was in the Rockies. I did actually quite a few multi-day hikes and... Um, My two favorite ones are uh, Rockwall Trail, which is in the Kootenay National Park, and then Mount Assiniboine, which leads basically starts in Kalanaskis and then goes through Mount Assiniboine, and then you can either walk out through Banff National Park or you can walk back. And there are three main trails that lead to Mount Assiniboine, so you can... Um, walk back out again to Kananaskis through through a different trail. Uh, Rockwell Trail is a beautiful 50 I around mean 54 kilometer, if I remember right, a trail. Yeah, 54 kilometer, and it's a relocation hike, so it starts uh, and finishes in different spots, but they're only 13 kilometers apart, and you can you can do it over three to five days, but four to five is actually. What I would recommend spending on the trail, and it just runs along this beautiful rock wall, as the name suggests. <laughs> uh, like most of the trail actually runs along the rock wall, covered in glaciers, and it's just, oh. yeah, really remote area. You won't hear any other people quite often. You just spend the whole day not seeing anybody. So,
0: so what kind of things do we need to be bringing for, for this? Uh, so, I've never Multi-day hike before—it's definitely on the list. Uh, if I was kind of—if someone like me was going, either not done it before or not done much—what kind of things would you recommend to be bringing?
1: Um, you have campsites over there with shelters and so on. So, um, but apart from that, it's—it's it's not as luxurious as in Italian Dolomites, where you have huts and food and restaurants yeah. and beer served at three thousand. <laughs> Of sea level, <laughs> you can forget all, all that in Canadian Rockies. I mean, if you get a bench to seat, then then it's great. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, on the in on in camp uh, at the campsites, you do have access to running water, but it's usually water coming from rivers or streams. So you would uh, one thing I would definitely recommend bringing is a water filter. Mm-hmm. Um, And then obviously you need to bring your tent, sleeping bags, sleeping pad. And the sleeping bag has to have rating of at least minus five degrees. Because even if you go in July and August, you can easily expect temperatures to plummet below zero during the summer season, especially at higher altitudes. Um, And then food, enough food for four days. But please don't pack anything. I've met people on the trail who would pack a can of soup or... (laughs) I don't know, <laughs> very, very bizarre things. And when they would bring a can of soup, but they wouldn't bring a sleeping pad with them. <laughs> so yeah, just bring dry food, anything that, you know, the the less it weighs, the happier you will be. A change yeah. of clothes. So whatever you're wearing and then one change of clothes, that's it. You don't need anything else. And then, you know, obviously brain jacket and a down jacket to keep you warm. That's just like... The main stuff. When it comes down to hiking in the Rockies, you always have to carry bear spray as well. Let's hope you'll never have to use it. Um, I was only once in a situation when I actually had to take it out and take the safety safety clip off um, because I was uh, followed by a bear by a saw with two cubs. But yeah, like that doesn't happen very often. (laughs) I'm just very lucky to see a lot of bears in the Rockies uh so um but bear spray is, is a necessity whether you like it or not you should always carry it with you because it's you know it can save your life yeah, and...
0: yeah for sure yeah and, and it doesn't uh, it, but bear spray doesn't actually kill the the bear does it It just it kind of no and it also
1: doesn't work as a repellent and i have heard <laughs> of stories when people use it as a repellent so please don't spray yourself with a bear spray <laughs> it's 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 kind of like a pepper spray for bears but it shoots for 13 meters i think so you can you can use it a much um greater distance than pepper spray let's say but you still shouldn't use it it should be really your last resort um in case you know in case it did come i mean the bear that was following us came quite close but we never actually um, had to use the bear We just had it in our hands, but eventually she just veered off the trail, took her cups with her, and never showed any sign of aggression. And we just stood there, silent, sure. for another ten minutes, <laughs> thinking, "What just happened? <laughs> Was that even real?" Yeah,
0: yeah it's going to be a yeah. pretty um, odd experience.
1: But the great things about the campsites in the Canadian Rockies is that they are always equipped with um, boxes where you can hide your food overnight. So anything that has smell uh, should be stored in the cases, uh, so yeah. the bears can't get in. So your food, but also your toothpaste or your sunscreen, anything that can be attractive, um, you know, have an attractive smell to bears, should be stored away um, uh, from your tent but I have never heard of bear raiding a tent or anything like that. I know it happened before, but I mean, it's it would be very rare for a bear to yeah. to walk to a campsite. They are usually very scared of people.
0: They can't really work the zips, can they? So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Too <Sorry>.
0: complicated. <laughs> so before, um, uh, uh before we get into some wrap-up questions, uh, did you want uh, Is there anything else we need to know? Or did why are you wanting to go into Mount Assiniboine uh, any any further at all?
1: Um, I mean, if you don't want to hike to Mount Assiniboine, you can also fly in. And the, the great thing about Mount Assiniboine is also that you can choose your accommodation over there, because there is a backcountry lodge. There are huts, very basic huts, but huts mm. never, you know, like that minimizes um the things that you have to carry um so tent and sleeping but sleeping bag you still have to take but you don't have to carry a tent um so that's that's a great option if if you know not, not everybody can hike for that long um so flying in is a possibility and then you can either fly in one way walk out or or the other way around um yeah
0: perfect Perfect. So, um, oh, and by the way, as well, just before we move on, uh, Mount of if anyone's listening and hasn't heard of that uh, place, uh, like me, uh, until about uh, half an hour before hitting record, um, it is exactly as you describe on the website of Canada. You, if you looked at a picture of it, you'd think, oh, one Mat- has been taken at a weird angle there. <laughs> so it, it Actually, very, I had people
1: similar. who were telling me that uh, this isn't Mount Assiniborn, this is Matterhorn, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they clearly c- haven't yeah. been, I mean I've been I've been to Thermatt um, like twice and last time quite recently actually and they do look very much alike but Mount Assiniboine is more beautiful. It's more remote, um, I feel like Termat has been really overdeveloped in a way as quite a lot of places in in the European Alps whereas Mount Siniborne there's no road going there there's there's just hiking trails and helicopter coming in and out three times a week and that's it a bit
0: bit more wild like you said at the start
1: (laughs) a lot more wild yeah
0: (laughs) for sure so you stayed 15 months in Canada what was the one thing that surprised you the most when you were there
1: I knew it's going to be cold, but I didn't expect the winter to last that long, to be honest. Um, I remember, um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a beautiful, sunny winter. And people actually, um, I think what surprised me is that, you know, as Europeans, we quite often moan when winter is coming um, because it's just, we find it as a gray, raining, and boring time. Whereas I found that the, the locals, some of them at least couldn't wait until the winter arrives because they can get out in the, into the mountains and ski and cross-country ski and snowshoe and so on. So it's nice to see that people actually enjoy yeah. different seasons. But after yeah. 10 months and freezing your ass off, in, <laughs> in rot, you're just kind of like, okay, where's the summer? And then the summer comes and then you have wildfires and you have 35 degrees and you have mosquitoes. So it's extremely... <laughs> going from one extreme to the, to another, like Canada is definitely all about extremes. So, but I think, yeah, like considering what you get, um, when you live there, the, the amazing nature and so on, it's just worth the sacrifice.
0: Perfect. And um, so if we, uh, if we only had a little, a little, bit of time, let's say we uh, we're flying into, we we're in Calgary on business, yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, we've got a bit, we've got a few spare days. What's one thing you'd recommend that we do in the area?
1: Head to Kananaskis.
0: And so do what the, um, or well, ha- Harling Peak or.
1: Do a few hikes over there. Either, I mean, I have a whole list of hikes in Kananaskis that you can check out. Um, the closest. Um, the closest hike that you get um, to from Calgary is actually Mount Yemnoska. Um and it's it's just kind of a gateway to the Rockies. Oh. And from, from the top of it you you look, you know you look um, to the east and you see the prairies and then you look to the west and you see the beautiful Rockies. So it's a, it's a oh, wow. massive contrast, you know, because Calgary, not, not many people realize it's a like flat area. But then, the you know, you, you just drive from Calgary and then all of a sudden, boom, you've got these massive mountains right in front of you just coming out of nowhere. You know, it's a great, um, uh, yeah, great experience, great view. Um, and then it's just, I can, hour, hour and a half. And for a Canadian, I mean, I've met Canadians who would drive to get an ice cream for four hours one way and back. So for them going an hour and a half, it's just really... I don't know a trip to the store
0: (laughs) so so if you if you are short on time and you love being teased then you can go and do that peek and then come back exactly for sure and then last question before we head off uh, is in all your time there what's one moment that you would love to relive
1: (sighs) just one
0: (laughs) (laughs) just one
1: (laughs) Oh my god, you that's a difficult question. <laughs> mm. I think I would like to see a sunrise uh, on Smatwood Peak again. Yeah. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's you have to put a lot of effort to get there. I mean, it's a few hour hike and so on, but it's that view is it will just stay with me forever really. Um, so just just doing it. any sunrise, really any sunrise up on the top of any mountain, I would be willing to give a lot right now to be in the mountains. Oh, of
0: course, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because if, if you're listening to this in the future, uh, first of all, I, I hope everything is okay. <laughs> Second of <laughs> all, we're dealing with the pandemic at the moment, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think we, I think we'd both dream to to see that. <laughs>
1: not be stuck in our respective countries
0: (laughs) yeah well listen Marta thank you so much for coming on the podcast again uh, and hopefully we'll see you in another one soon
1: yeah hope so too
0: so I really really hope you enjoyed that session as much as I did anyway it's really fantastic to talk about an area that includes mountains which is my preference but also an area I don't know about very well so Really handy to get that information from Marta who spent just so long there too. If you enjoyed it, then please do subscribe, follow. If you want to come on the show, you can email me, btmtravelpod at gmail.com. Join in with the community, which is at btmtravelpod on all platforms. But otherwise, I just hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode too.